This is Aikido Discussed, your regular weekly Aikido podcast. We talk about everything that is the martial art of Aikido. I am Christopher Hines, head instructor at Aikido of Fresno. With me today is Joshua Tihi, assistant instructor at Aikido of Fresno. And Maya Solana McDaniel, second QN student at Aikido of Fresno. All right. We're doing it, guys. Yeah. We, I, I don't know if you could hear, but we are well hydrated. We're all drinking yeah. water. Got to. It's pretty freaking Heat wave. hot over yeah. here. Heat wave. It's like 103. In uh, all of the United States, I 110 believe. 110 in the dojo, and yeah. we just finished class, and then we had the, some spicy seafood soup. True. The dojo's always like 10 degrees oh, hotter yeah, it's way than hot. That's the way, is, that's it, the it way you outside. have to train. Yeah. 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 It's, it's hardcore. It's hardcore. Yeah. And we're poor. <laughs> <laughs> some people have air conditioning. No money for AC. <laughs> no AC. <laughs> it's good for you. It's good for you. It is good for That's you. That's the way you should be living. That's right. That's right. Now, when I'm in my house, different story. Right. All right. Well, it's a lot more difficult to sleep like that. Than so, um, this episode. Yes. We're going to talk about a thing that we sort of touched on in one of the prior episodes, a couple of weeks back maybe. The idea of effortlessness. Um, which I think is very interesting and ties well into Aikido because I feel like it's one of the things that people expect to get out of Aikido is that, that they're going to be able to do their techniques effortlessly. Um, and this is why you see a lot of people like talking. I feel like this is why you see people talking about like making their Ikkyo better or making their whatever technique better. Um, it is because they expect it to be effortless, and if it is not effortless, they see that there is something wrong mm-hmm. in it, right? Um, and how they go about fixing that, uh, you know, we can sort of talk about whether or not um, we tend to fix those things correctly. But I think that's what people are experiencing when uh, they do an Ikkyo or something and it, it doesn't feel right, it's like they expect it to be effortless. It is not, therefore, right? Yeah. I think also there's a, a trick on the other side of that effortlessness, like which is like, um, it, it's real hard to say because the word effortless doesn't mean that it's without any exertion. Right. It, there is an exertion. There's just not an overexertion, right? There like is effort, I suppose. You, yeah, you I mean, know, so I, th- I think what the word effort means is that, like, it is difficult, right? Like, you know what I'm saying? That, like, sure. I put in an effort means, like, you know, it was challenging, but I did it anyways. Like, you know, if I said, man, it's a big effort to walk down the street, uh, you would say, why is it an why effort is that so hard for you? to walk down the street, <laughs> right, you know? Right, right. Um, because it's it's effortless for us to walk around most of the time. You know, Should if you're be. a healthy person and you're doing exercise, then walking around is, is effortless. That doesn't mean that it doesn't require an exertion of sorts, right? Like, you put something into it. And so people get confused and they're like, oh, well, I'm not going to use muscle or I'm not going to use, you know, like they get all these weird ideas. So, uh, and I just typed this into my, my phone. Uh, effort. Uh, and the uh, dictionary definition, according to my phone, is uh, it's a noun, a vigorous or determined attempt, the result of an attempt, uh, strenuous physical or mental exertion, right, um, or the force exerted by a machine in a process. But uh, so the the main sort of 
ones there that that would go with what we're saying or or the strenuous physical or mental exertion or a vigorous or determined uh, attempt right so when we say effortless we're not saying <laughs> that you don't move or something crazy like that but rather that right. you're not exerting you're not over exerting yourself right, right, in right. something so like when you breathe right like you forget your breathing most of the time if you got healthy lungs you know you forget your breathing so breathing is effortless it's right. an effortless practice um now you could it could be hard to breathe right so you could run real far and then it's hard to breathe or you could have bad air all kinds of things and then it would be an effort but normally breathing is effortless but it does require muscles. You know, when you're breathing, you're right. using muscles in your diaphragm, all kinds of muscles you're using to breathe. Um, so I think that's an important distinction to make. It's like, there's no magical force. When someone says he does that effortlessly, it's not, nothing magical is happening. Right. It's just, he does that so well that it doesn't require an, uh, an effort. Right. And when you say something's effortless, the kind of, I think the implication there is that for some people, it, it would require effort, right. you know? So, like, no one really makes comments like, oh, he drinks water so effortlessly. <laughs> right. Because it's, like, a, a pretty much everybody does that, you right. know? So right. that's not, like, a, a big revelation right. that someone drinks water effortlessly. But it might be something you might say about, um, you know, the effortless way someone throws a punch or, you sure, know, something sure. like that, where it's like, oh, wow, that person looks like they're not even uh, exerting themselves, but they, they do it so well. And right. and therein, I think, lies the, the key to what we're talking about and and how Aikido in the technical form should play out, which is um, it should look and feel as if you are not uh, really doing anything. Right, you're not trying too hard. Um, yeah. And if you are, there is something <clears throat> not correct happening, right, in, in the Aiki sense. And that's not to say that, like, um, you're, that it, it may not be correct for that situation or that you can't make it work that way. But it, it, as I see it in the strict Ike sense, if there is exertion happening, you are doing something incorrectly. Right. I think the confusing thing about talking about effortlessness in Aikido is that like for a long time, I think there was like a, a general kind of consensus in people that looked at Aikido and people that did Aikido that like um, that that's the kind of the goal you know is that it should be effortless um, but I think we're kind of maybe moving into an era of like now people are going well should it be effortless because the way that people are doing it right now that are saying that it's effortless aren't seeming very quote-unquote like martial or you know it doesn't seem like you know in in the real world there's going to be a struggle and it's going to be hard and you're going to have to put muscle into it and and sure. you know and, and struggle and fight and it's going to be difficult and so how could it be effortless you know like i think people are questioning this more um as people start to look at conflict and go well how would this really play out when well, i you know like right. we're not magical fairies dancing around you know but i think that the the that gets into the question of what aikido is doing right. um and it is not struggling right like we are working to not struggle therefore it, it can be effortless and still martial and i think when people tend to think of martial quote unquote they're thinking of struggle they're thinking of wrestling around and and whatever at that point uh aikido as we prescribe it and see it is is done right like i mean it's not right we, we're not using is, the system anymore it has for that. failed 
right. um, and we will be moving on to other things. Right. Yeah, and, and uh, man, it's it's so much. There's layers of tricky here. Mm-hmm. Um, Lots of layers. I think I think what Josh said is real good to understand, which is if you're in a struggle, at least from the the viewpoint that we have of Aikido, you're not doing Aikido anymore, right? Like so. It, what I'm saying is there are situations where you cannot use Aikido because it's not built to work there, right? And, and a, an example I gave years ago, this is a long story how we got there, but I was talking to some <laughs> students of Aikido and, and I said, what's the Aikido answer to a really tight choke? And um, one of them's like, oh, you know, to try Sayonage and another one, you know, they had all these answers. And um, I was like, no, the, the real Aiki answer to a tight choke is to go to sleep. That's the Aiki answer. Because if the choke is tight, anything you do to get out of the choke will require struggle. No. It will. Because you'll have to pull, unless you're phenomenally stronger than them or something, you'll have to force their arm from underneath your neck and you'll have to force them off your back. So, you know, whatever you do will require effort. And so the Aiki answer is to get choked. Right. The, now, the, the fitting answer. Right. The, and as a martial artist myself, that's not good. Yeah, so don't like that answer. I study other things. Right. I study jujitsu. Jujitsu talks about putting effort into things. I say all kinds of different stuff for the reason of that. But I think Aikido can answer things before that a lot of the time. And that's also why I choose Aikido as my main martial art. But I don't expect it to fill every niche, right. you know? Right. And um, I think this is what people are grappling with right now, you know, is grappling. Grappling. Wow. Wow. Um, Putting effort or struggle into something. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think this is what, like, like people are trying to figure out, like, maybe maybe we do need to put in a bunch of effort because that's what other martial arts are doing, you mm-hmm. know? Look mm-hmm. at fucking MMA fighters, you know? They're duking it out and having a hard mm-hmm. time, but, like, it's hardcore and awesome, and, mm-hmm. you know, one of them comes out victorious, and that's... You know, maybe we need to admire that a little more. You know, mm-hmm. like people are working through all this stuff and it's good questions to be asking. Um, but I think what you're saying right now, which is that like, it's possible that Aikido is not looking at that stuff and that it can work towards being effortless. Sure. Um, but that that doesn't have to be the only thing in your arsenal. If you're, if you want to be, so look, I've said this on the podcast before, maybe you just want to study Aikido and that's your martial art. That's what you do. That's cool. Um, maybe you want to be a complete martial artist. That's cool. If you want to be a complete martial artist, you have to study things other than Aikido. There is no choice in it. Like, you have to study other things because you have to know about other stuff right. in the world. Um, and so so Aikido's four times when you can solve things, ideally non-physically, but if physically, in a limited sense that our struggle is tiny, right? So right. Aikido has a small, limited section of struggle stuff. Um, and this is why, you know, someone who studies struggle would go, Aikido doesn't have enough clinch stuff. It's like, yes, it does it because right. we don't want to struggle. Like, it's just not saying that it can't happen. Because if we're in the clinch part, we are beyond the the context for what Aikido right. can right. consider. I think also maybe, too, just for reference, um, if you guys are confused about the way that we're using the word struggle... <laughs> um, Chris has a spectrum of conflict. I'm sure we've mentioned it before. You but can listen to it. There's an episode. On there's it. an episode and a diagram, I think, yeah. somewhere online um, that kind of explains that's the end stage of conflict. And we're talking specifically about like grappling around that kind of stuff, not right. the, the the concept of struggling, but this specific kind of idea. Right. But that's aside. Um, I, I think I think kind of also shifting us back here to 
to like effortlessness um, and what effortlessness is. Effortlessness also is always going to be um, in relation to who your opposition is. And this kind of like going back to the last episode of who are we trained to face. If someone is exactly as skilled as you or greater skilled than you, it's going to be much more difficult to handle them effortlessly, if not impossible to handle them effortlessly because they are doing what you're doing. They know what you're doing, and so they've got plans for it. So it's like, you know, let's look at Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu is a struggle system. However, it's a struggle system that if you're a black belt in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and you get a guy day one off the street who's about your size or smaller – you can handle him relatively effortlessly Um, because it's like you just understand positions and techniques and your skill is so high that it's really hard for him to apply his strength or force or anything else to you. Um, So so that's an important thing to understand that the opposition will always dictate how effortless you can be. Um, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, two top guys against each other, it's a struggle for both of them the whole time. There's no way around it, right? Aikido people just wouldn't get in conflict. Right. You know, like, so two Aikido experts wouldn't have conflict because the philosophy of it is that will be hard. What's the easy answer? To be safe, to leave. And the other guy will have the same answer and he will too leave, you know? Or Uh, they'll both have tea. I think (laughs) one of the other problems and why you see a lot of uh, what sort of what Maya's talking about is, is people trying to like hash out this whole thing is because um, effortlessness in uh, conflict seems foreign to us. So sounds counterintuitive, um, and, and mm-hmm. it, it and it feels counterintuitive. And if you question this, um, have someone come and try to push you and see what your response is. Um, and guaranteed, if you haven't like done some stuff aikido your response is going to be to fight back against them you're going to push back against them someone pulls you what do you do you pull in the other direction right i mean that's the the general um normal for people i think that's what anyway i've seen in everything that we've done you know yeah self-defense classes whatever you grab someone they want to grab you back. Yep. You pull someone, they want to pull against you. You push someone, they want to meet that meet that force. Um, and I think Aikido has the opposite tack of that. And that's sort of what allows you to move effortlessly, right? Um, and that's sort of the key, right? Like our goal in the whole thing is to be autonomous right and right. if i am autonomous i can move around effortlessly right, right? like right, yeah. right here on my own sit standing here i can raise my arms however i want and i can move my body however i want i can uh, kick i, I can, can punch right. and I it's can all punch. right and it's all effortless right because there's no there's nothing stopping me right and um, that's you know if you look at the spectrum like sorry if you guys haven't seen it but um in the spectrum before struggle is a contact game and contact is we are not in contact and we're trying to make attempt to make contact so you know like boxing is a contact um practice and not a struggle practice because uh if we get into a struggle a physical struggle where we're wrestling around and grappling with each other the referee will separate us because that's not the kind of practice that is right and through that um and and you know effortless again you know kind of kind of depends on how you want to look at it but 
um, they are not having to constantly exert physical force in the same way you would if you're wrestling, right? right. That's a different kind of thing. Um, and the further back you move away from struggle, the more, the less physical it becomes. And so it can be more and more physically effortless. Right. Um, and then mentally effortless can, can come along right. with that that's as well. A, you know? That's a whole other... That's another thing, yeah. Right. And, uh, um, but I, I also feel like most people, when they're talking about the effortlessness of Aikido, or they're, they're talking about, they're the, talking physical about the physical aspect, you right. know, because mentally we all know, or we should know that, um, it is not mentally effortless. Yeah. In fact, uh, <laughs> the more physically effortless it becomes, the less ment the less mentally effortless it becomes. So I'm putting in more mental effort so that I can use less physical effort. Yeah. It I want to I kind of want to swoop back, Maybe. but I think we need to kind of put a piece in here. Um, so also you guys need to understand that when you're talking about um, becoming effortless in uh, conflict, physical conflict, you cannot practice effortlessly. I was going to mention this. So, so look, <laughs> let's say uh, I want to be strong so I can open jars effortlessly, right? right? So so when I'm at home cooking with my mom and she's like, Chris, you're a big strapping boy. Could you open this <laughs> jar for me? And I say, why indeed I can. And I easily twist the jar off that she struggled so hard to get. And she goes, you are so strong yeah. and, and I feel great, right? Okay. I effortlessly open the jar. Now, the reason I could do that is because I spend a good portion of my week, every week, doing all kinds right. of exercises to that train, makes me yeah. strong. Those exercises are hard are, for are, you. Are hard. They cannot be effortless. So when you show up at game day, it will be effortless because you put in the work that was hard. So when you're training Aikido, you can't be effortless in the actual conflict if you're training was effortless as well. Uh, mental effort. Everything effort. Look, so it's the same with weightlifting, right? Like you have to go through situations where people are catching you over and over and sure, over and over sure, and, over sure, and, over sure, and sure. being violent yeah, yeah, over yeah, and over yeah, and over yeah. and over and over. Yeah. And then you will learn how to avoid those I see, situations. Yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Um, I think for me anyway, and this is probably because I've been doing this for a long time, the mental effort uh, is becomes more important than the physical effort because because you're playing an earlier um, game now right because I, I i have overcome that that part of it but i do see what you're saying where you you do have to to train against um to train against a, a little bit of you have to have a partner who actually wants to take you down where, to yeah, do yeah, something yeah. to you to hit you with a stick whatever it is whatever whatever part of the practice we're working on they actually have to want to do that to you and you have to find that challenging if you got like a six-year-old and you said here hit me with this stick all day long you could train and you'd never hit him because a six-year-old's dopey and they can't right, put it together right. and they're not going to hit you with the stick that's not good training. You need to find a 12-year-old, you know, and this can be a little harder. And then after you do that, then you need to find it. Exactly then right. Then, yeah. And this goes on until you until you can do that against someone who's really skilled, really trying, you know. Like when I was trying to recreate that Yuishiba uh, thing, uh, I wanted to get a fourth Don in Kendo because he's good at hitting people right. with sticks, right? So that's the process you have to take. Like you have to build to it, but you have to look for someone who's challenging you. If they're not challenging you, you're never going to be effortless. Right. Yeah, and I think that's a really good point because I think a lot of times that's what ends up happening. Yeah. It's like you just show up at the the dojo and you're on the mat and you're doing the thing, but you're not challenging yourself. So you, of course, you're never going to get better at it. I mean, you bet you might get better at the physical motions. Sure, of the thing you will. Um, there's but a, how that plays out is you know. 
there's another real trick in there too is you know like if you're not training against and this is the episode we hit a couple back but like with timing but like if you're not training against someone who is actually real time trying to get you you will not see all the timings and and openings and opportunities as they actually will exist like if you had a really badass uke who understood it they can facilitate those things to a fair degree. And that's why, you know, you should seek out really high-ranking teachers who shouldn't be asking you to take the ukimi all the time, but should themselves be taking the ukimi because they can provide the right moments for that you to see that. But still, you'll have to do it under stress to get good at doing it. Yeah. I, I, and that's what I was, the point that I was kind of going to make, which was like, um, the reason that people are asking questions about, well, is, should Aikido be effortless or should it just be like like MMA and stuff? You know, like wh- wh- what's going on? What's with this effortlessness thing? And why are we saying that it's effortless? Effortless, yeah. Right. But then, you know, it, it it's not, you know. When you take a, like an instructor that's, you know, talking about uh, it being so effortless and I just have to move my center here and there and look magic, they fall. Um, and then going, okay, look, but I can, you know, punch you here or do this there. Like, I think the problem with that is what you're saying, which is like, you have to, like, effortlessness is something that we're working towards, but it's definitely not something that happens most of the time. Like, even right, in, right, in a, like right, a real right, Aiki right. situation, like, it's mostly still going to be difficult, right? But like, the ideal Aiki is that it's effortless and that things come off the way that they should. But those are kind of one in the million things. And that doesn't mean that we shouldn't work towards those situations. It's just that, like, um, if we practice it always being comfortable and effortless and perfect all the time, then we're not making any improvement. We're That's just right. You have to have it. resistance to right. make improvement. There's no way around that. And so continually, as you get better, you're going to up the resistance as well. So it should always be that those effortless moments, those I keep perfect moments come up. Sure. And, and as you get better, those should happen. But, like, they're not going to be, you know, 99 out of 100 times it's going to be like five out of 100 times as you approach shodan in aikido i really believe um 99 99.9 of the time your practice should be effortless with a decent uke it should just be effortless because you understand how to apply the technique the uke knows how to receive the technique it should be effortless so if that's where you get then you've stopped growing if you don't push beyond that so then you have to do more geowaza more rondori um go train in other schools and try and apply aikido in different situations and that's what's going to show you how to make your aikido work right so you always have to be pushing yourself that's it that's it the, the end <laughs> Uh, no, and I, I but I, I also think that that's dif- that can be a difficult thing to really figure out how to continue to push yourself. Um, and, you know, if you are not constantly looking for it, it will become very easy to just sort of coast and just understand. Yeah. And you may even think that you are working on the things uh, without realizing that, that you're not. You know, I mean, it, it takes constant like uh mindfulness to realize like did i am am i really doing this thing or is i am i just playing the game or am i just like relying on my you know muscle memory body uh thing to to get me where i need to be right you know it's Um, it's tricky when you're training it because you know like so i got my black belt and then um not very long at all after I, uh, I moved in and started doing mixed martial arts all the time. And my original idea was I'm going to deal with guys doing mixed martial arts with Aikido. That's what I'm going to do. 
And that lasted for all of a month before I realized that if I just did what they did, I would be better at it than I would be if I tried to do Aikido. And by giving in and just doing mixed martial arts, I was like, oh, this is better. This is, you know, and, and because, you know, something like mixed martial arts is all I could conceive of as conflict. That's all I could conceive of, you know, it's like, like, oh, yeah, there's some other kid on the playground and he calls me a douchebag and right, I want to finish right, him. And right. so, man, double leg takedown and mount and punch him in the face, that's going to work great. And that's what I learned in, in, in mixed martial arts. Forget all this Aikido hooey. You know, and then like through through dealing with that and seeing that there's more situations, that's what enables me to go, oh, Aikido is teaching me this kind of stuff. So that's where I need to stress myself in weapons conflict. And then it's like, oh, weapons conflict, there are problems. There are other systems I could say to be better. Oh, I need to push myself in multiple attackers and then combining the things and then understanding that the goal is really just to be safe. You know, it's like you have to allow your practice to evolve as you see fit, as you're challenging yourself to become effortless, right? Like, man, yeah, it's, it's right. a real paradox, you know? No, I mean, so, like, this is something that you always say that I come back to a lot, which is, and this is a different use of the word struggle, but struggle from the front rather than struggling right. from the back. And I, I think that that's a perfect illustration of what you're talking about right now, which is um, constantly pushing yourself when you have the opportunity to push yourself and the, and the, the time and the space to do that, which when you're on the mat, that is your opportunity right. to push yourself rather than waiting until um, you get into a situation where, uh-oh, it's fucking hard and it's harder than you thought and you aren't as prepared as you thought you were. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I mean, that applies in all kinds of ways to life, but I think on the mat as well, instead of going like, like, look at how much better I am than that guy over there because I'm, like, pretty effortless and, like, everything's, like, pretty cool right now, you know? Instead of looking at who you're better than and that you're more effortless than you used to be going... Uh, but I still need to work on that thing. And look at how, like, how this person is doing that. And how can I work towards being that way? And, and instead of Instead of finding yourself your in morals, a shitty position, right? Yeah. And then struggling when you're in a shitty position, while you're on top of it, start struggling then. Keep getting on yeah. top of it. Yeah. Continue to get on top of yeah. it. And, I mean, I think you see this. And, again, I, I think this is, part of this is just, like, the nature of people. You know, it's like um, we perceive conflict or we perceive like struggle being that thing that you're talking about you know so you this is what you see a lot in geowaza which is like we talk about it a lot um i'm going to be here until you get right in front of me now i got and i expect it to be effortless right right in that moment that panic moment (laughs) right in that moment of panic right but that's where i believe that the the conflict is happening, right? Right. So it, it, it involves a kind of shift in your perception to realize that, like, um, the the conflict is happening always. Yes. Um, yeah. And the minute I pick up on it is the minute I should be dealing with it. That's right. Right? And then it will be effortless because I'm so far ahead uh, of it, right? right? It's, you know, we were talking about this, I, I think, on one of the la- other episodes, um, that idea of procrastination, right? And, like... Um, if I do not, if I have a week to study for a test and I study all of it on Sunday night before the Monday morning test, it is going to be hard and it's not going to be fun and it's not going to be good. If the day that I find out, you know, that I, yeah, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit, then it's effortless over the long 
it's it's kind of like um, those kind of guys that you see, you know, maybe they're like 50 or 60 or something, and you're like, wow, dude, you are old, s- dude. Old dude. Wow, yeah, so old. I don't old know. Old I mean, guy. Somebody that's experienced life a little bit, you know? And you see them, and you're like, wow, dude, you're so zen. Like, you're just like a really chill person, and you can handle most stuff, and you, you know, you're capable. You know, we all have met somebody like that where you're just like, wow, I really admire how capable and how chill you are and how much you can just take things in stride and you make things seem effortless. Right. Those are... Life. Life. You You can make life seem effortless uh, in most ways. Handle problems. It's easy. Um, Those are are the people that, like, when they were 20 and when they were 30, they were fucking struggling. And they were working really hard and they were going, who am I? What is life all about? I hate myself. You know, they were doing all that stuff. And so I think it's just like this. It's like to be effortless, you have to put in a lot of effort. That's right. Up front. That's right. And but if you try and skip to, because I'm sure that a person there are the kind of people that meet that guy and go, I want to be like him. I'm 20 and I want to be zen like that, you know, 60 year old right. dude. But you you can't because you you have to go through all that stuff. Right. You can't skip the right. 20 years of struggle before you get to this. And zen. I think when we get to this, you know, we kind of get to some of the archetypes of people who train in Aikido because so I've met a lot of 20 year olds who um who like want to look like they're zen. So they wear cool clothes. And they say enigmatic shit, and they don't know what they're saying half the time. And <laughs> and they try to be real calm and really aloof about shit, and they just look lame, you know, if, if you're paying attention. Look lame, and even if they do a good job of tricking you, when shit really falls apart, they, still they know how to fall handle apart. It. Right. right. Um, and so it's like I think there are a lot of people who train Aikido um, who, like, they just want it to look pretty. And th- there's really nothing wrong with that. Look, right. there's nothing oh, wrong yeah, with a 20-year-old sure. who wants to look saucy and awesome. Like That's sweet. But um, but just understand that when it comes down to it, that guy, even though he looks zen, isn't zen. And just like that, uh, if you don't really train hard, then you just look that way. When it really starts to get difficult, it's going to be difficult, you know. Um, whereas the people who put in the hard work later on um, can be effortless. Yeah. My dad says this thing, you got to pay the cost to be the boss. Yeah, you got to pay the like cost it. to be I'm the like, boss. But, like, I think it's kind of like, like you got to put in effort. To, to be truly effortless, right. you know? Um, and that seems like a paradox, but I think it's it's maybe not in the way that we think, which is like, oh, I gotta put an effort right now while the thing's happening, so it looks effort. No, you put it all in before, during the training, during right. the, you know, preparation. Right. And right. then when shit hits the fan, you can not die. There's a little, uh, you know, story about Yueshiba, I don't know if it's true, but like a, that someone asked Yueshiba, um, uh, you know, how come you uh, you never make mistakes? And he said, I make mistakes all the time. I just fix them so fast you can't see that I made them. Yeah. And and that's it. You know, that's a, the life of someone who's put in so much work that, like, he can fix it so quickly that you didn't even know it right. happened. You know? And then it perceives as being – and that right. perceives as being effortless, right? right? right. And, which is, um, you know – and that's, again, some of that is mental exertion versus, you know – physical so it's like you know if you see someone being chased around uh, uh, the mat it may look like he's moving effortlessly but there's a lot happening uh, in his head that is allowing that to unfold in right, the way right, it is right? right so and I mean you know like it's it, it's it's tricky because because there's also you know like if you've seen something unfold a million times you can handle it effortlessly even mentally because you just quickly yeah. can yeah, summarize yeah, yeah. what's True. going on you know and so you're like oh i've seen this many times before it's I've, just this I've thing done it know? or yeah yeah um so like you know being effortless is it's it's real tricky because 
it does require effort at some point, right. whether you put it in early or later. Um, and in order to get it, you have to you have to put it in. Effort. We can all uh, agree, though, it's not magic. Like it's not like some sort of uh, special chi power that I have stored up in my my gut or something from uh, somewhere. How do you want to define magic, man? That's I mean, just... <laughs> see, come on. I was looking for it's, a straight it's sneaky shit, man. Well, because look, like I, no, I. I mean, you could say it is magic. Like, I watched someone handle some hard-ass shit effortlessly. It's pretty goddamn magical. You know, it's magical. Totally magical. That doesn't mean that, like, like the Red Sea parted and, you know, like a dove flew out of his butt or something. That that didn't happen. But, like, I am so impressed with the way that that person handled it that it's like, I I don't know how. I've been watching a lot of skateboarding videos. uh, And skateboarders are fucking magical. Yeah. Like, in my (laughs) mind, like, hearing you say this. Like, they do stuff, and, and I realize, uh, you know, from watching all the videos, like, I have an idea of the things that they're doing. Like, I can physically understand why they're doing them. Um, still, they make it look effortless. Yeah, man. Uh, and it, it can seem like magic. Like, how does the board just sort of stick to And he catches their... it. What the yeah. fuck? Yeah. And that's because so, that kid spent right. thousands of hours Smashing his and, yeah. knees onto the ground, exactly. falling, right. skinning Breaking, his face. Right. Like, it takes all of that shit so that you can get the one good take of him landing right. the jump that's you exactly know right yeah and i think the other thing too like we've talked about this in the past about like um how how you practice it is how you know it you know and so it's like you can be effortless on the i'm doing the kata level sure, you know sure and that is effortless and that you've gotten to a place where you feel really comfortable and good with it and you're like well hell yeah now all i gotta do is just if this happens it's just a little faster Pfft, not hard right yeah. it's different though because when you ramp it up you go back to the place of putting in a lot of effort. So you undo the effortlessness of the thing right. by adding speed or by adding someone else's strength or whatever else, whatever other factors are added in. So every time you're adding a new factor, you have to re-practice uh, that new yeah, thing. Yeah, you got to work at that new level. It's like the five-year-old, and then after you can get away from a five-year-old, know, you pick right. a 12-year-old, you pick it. You know, it's the same thing, you know, like... You have to increase that level. I think people write that off a little too easy, though. Sometimes they're just like, oh, but I'll just do it faster when we need to do it faster. Yeah, I hear that shit a lot. Like, oh, I'm just going to do it harder. But you don't know how to do it harder. So that's a great idea. Novel idea, you have to do it harder and faster. But you don't know how because you don't practice doing it that way. Yeah. So (laughs) whatever you say you're going to do, then didn't practice that. (laughs) That's right. Here's a question that I know I'm not going to like the answer to. (laughs) Uh, Is there something... So we we kind of started this conversation, or at least my thought of coming into this conversation, um, was there is – the question is, is there something about Aikido that lends itself to an effortlessness, in quotes, during conflict? And I think we answered this, but I kind of want to make it clearer to people because I think the answer is yes, personally. Yep. But how and why that works is, is kind of what I want to make sure we get across to people. Yeah. I mean, uh, so it depends on which one of the levels you want to talk about. And I think what Josh was talking about earlier is really uh, – this is a good example of it, which is like um, it might still be mentally involve a lot of effort, um, but it will be physically require less effort. Um, if you stick to the way Aikido teaches us to handle problems, which is basically – keep distance and make it energetic and not physical right so i key like fit with their energy with what they uh, energetically are doing as opposed to what they are 
actually physically doing. See their intention, read their intention, right. work with that. Right, work with the intention. And the more you can do that, the better you, your kokyu is to, to work with the masubi, then you will be much less, much more effortless. Failing that, uh, if you can make solid blends, um, it will still look effortless for the guy getting out of the way because they can't touch him, right? Um, it, it All of these things will require more mental effort as well as we go down. And then when they get you, escaping before they can get a greater hold on you. You know, like this is the, the little tree, the little failure success tree that Aikido goes down. Um, if you're working optimally where Aikido wants to work, you will see the problem before it even unfolds and it will never happen. And so it will be totally effortless because you've evolved, you've avoided it at the highest level. And we're not saying this like magical butterflies, like you're reading no. someone's mind or something. It's straightforward as you see where someone's coming to get you and you avoid that That's thing. right. That's exactly right. Not anything magical. There's a story that Yoshiba offered a, uh, a teaching certificate or black belt to anyone who could surprise him. This tells you where his mindset was, which is, look, if I really practice what I preach, you could never surprise me because I'm always paying attention. If I'm always paying attention, it can never become physical because I will not allow it to. I, I know about it so far in advance, you yourself might not even know about it. Right, right. Um, and so, and that's the idea. And so if you're working with Aiki correctly, which is um, matching energetically with what's going on. And energetically is not woo-woo. It's like, you know, intent when someone looks at you evil, right? So when you get that that dirty eye from someone, that is their energetic action, right? It's like no no astral projections being out. The key blast won't come out of their chest. But they will look at you dirty and you'll go, ooh, that makes me feel bad. And then you understand how to appropriately fit with that energy that is what Aiki is about. So Aiki seeks to work at the highest level to be completely effortless. And the system answers all the way down to the beginning of struggle from that. Um, and then that's where we cut off and you should learn another system if, if it fails that. Bad. A struggle system. A struggle system. That can also be somewhat effortless at some point. Sure. If you train that a lot really hard. There you it go. will be. Uh, and and uh, you are... Uh, and this goes back to what we talked about last week. But and if your opponent is someone who is less uh, skilled and or smaller and less strong than you, yeah, it will be, will be effortless. Boom. Yep. yep. There it is. There it is. How right. are we on time? Did uh, we make it? Thirty-seven minutes. I Boom. think we're right, right where we need to be. Very good. Well, I hope this was um, effortless. Listen. Yeah. No. <laughs> I hope it was something that. It, people at least think it's uh, educational, entertaining, or whatever. I think that it's something. That you, or at least we, that it, we sort of hear about a lot, or, yeah. or or people have this notion of Aikido as this certain thing that's like effortless, and and I and I personally do feel like it is, like it should be at the at the highest levels, like you should feel like there's absolutely like that you're not doing much of anything other than moving around, right? And then people are falling all over themselves trying to get to you. That's how it should be now. Whether or not you can ever get to that that place is a different thing. Right, that's the ideal that we're always working towards. Right. But, I mean, but that that's doesn't mean it. that it's and, all going to look like that. And so, you know, it's I just I think talking about how that all works and why that how that all plays We've out. We've said is this before, you know, the 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 thing that's attractive about Aikido is the promise of Aikido yeah. is phenomenal. Yeah. Like in the end it's really like it seems magical, you know, like that's what we're headed towards. In order to get there as practitioners, we're going to have to put in a frick ton of work. Right. That you know, hasn't like, been done. That has not yet. been done. That work has not been done, long, you know. Yeah. Yeah, so. and so we could argue maybe Yoshiba put in that work, I don't know. Um, but for the promise of what it is, 
we as a community have to do a lot of work and that includes our school everybody's school like there's a lot to be done um but that's what we're working towards is this effortless ability to handle conflict and that sounds fantastic it does all right, so we did we get new patrons? Oh man, we got like this week three or something. Man, yeah. yeah. So uh, that must have been whatever we also a shout out. Um, so so uh, some of our new patrons have asked some topic ideas. Very um, nice. So we're going to get those out. Uh, one of them is like, um, how do you navigate classes with very few students, like two students or something? How do you navigate those? Josh and I have both had. Lots of experience oh, yeah. teaching those. So uh, we can talk about those. And then um, physical differences in students, that's been one of them. So uh, there's several little ideas that we've got queued up right now. Um, so those will be coming out yeah. eventually. But thanks, I mean, really thank you seriously to everyone who has been a patron, is thinking about being a patron. Like, it really does mean a lot. And it means more than just the money. Uh, the money is, is good and it allows us to do um, to keep all of our stuff archived and have good sound and all that stuff. But more than that, just knowing that there are people out there who listen to this and go, who it's who worth some money and to think me. that it's worth something, yeah. um, that means a lot. Yeah, uh, I know it all. Every time we get a new patron, it's like we share it in our little message. Like, oh, we're all like, oh, I can't yeah. believe it. And you know, like the, the three of us all have very active lives. So. We're doing a million things, and so like it's it, that is really always a boost to like we got to get together this week. We right. got to record it. We got to get it edited. We got to you know. So so we really appreciate it. Yeah, all right. It's huge. Um, okay. Read them suckers off. All right. Thank you so much to John Smith, Rob Kitson, Lenny Acuna, Yuli Simgu, Matt Mumford, Urbano, Brian Crowley, Franz Martinson, Matt Riley, Warwick Dean, Lise Klein, Sharon Okada, Jim Gallant, Christopher Acido, and Grant Templin. Sorry if I butcher anyone's names. Um, you can message us and yell at me if you want. Yeah. Um, and then our, to our new patrons, they don't show on this other list, so i got to pull them up. Um, our new patrons are... Constantinos Andrew, uh, Hillary Jones, and I am Aikidoka. Apparently, some anonymous Aikidoka. I love it. I Uh, am Aikidoka. I like that. You know who you are. I am Aikidoka. That's Uh, nice. I like that. I should get that on a t shirt. I like it. I do. I like that. So, um, (laughs) thank you guys. Tip of the week. Tip of the week. Um,. Chris is laughing. I don't know why, why are you laughing at me? <laughs> oh, I, I mean, I'm sure you've been thinking about this all week, I have. so I'm, I'm ready I, to hear it. It's been on the tip I, of yeah. my tongue. Yeah. Like, okay. Okay. Right. Um, I mean, you know, on the topic of effortlessness. I'm shutting up. I'm shutting <laughs> up. Do some push-ups. Do some push-ups. Do some push-ups. No, I mean, I think this is a good one in terms of like both on the mat and off the mat in life and in Aikido. Like, think about what is the effort that you're putting up front versus what are you letting yourself struggle on when it falls in your lap? Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and, and the more that you struggle up front, which can be difficult, you can't struggle up front on everything because otherwise you're going to be exhausted and not sleep yeah. ever. And yeah. this is coming from someone who doesn't sleep enough. <laughs> but, um, you know, think about what it is that you want to put the effort in now yeah. so that it can be effortless yeah, later. that's good advice. You know? And I think uh, pay attention to your training. And um, if you have not had a moment in a long time where you sort of feel overwhelmed by things or you feel like your mind sort of spinning or you feel like, um, think about that. Think about uh, what what you're really really training. Because, um, you know, for me, 
the best moments I think are the moments where I'm like I I, I may not a hundred percent understand what's happening right now, um, but I know that's because I'm engaged in a yeah. new way, and so there's stuff happening right. There's growth that the wheels being, are turning. The wheels are turning. There's growth that's being yeah. so. Just uh, take a minute and think about, like, in the last however long, like, have you had one of those moments where either um, you were confused by something or you, if there was a light bulb, that's great. That's even better, you know? Like, oh, my God, I made some big, huge discovery. And always be pushing, pushing, pushing that. So. And truthfully, you know, when you're putting in that work and it, it's, it feels fucking hard and you've, you've upped the level of intensity or you've challenged yourself further, it's going to feel shitty for a while right you know i guess maybe that's it have you had a class that you feel like you feel like i'm no good yeah Yeah. i mean truthfully that's what you need you need to have those classes where you're uh, really like i did this thing i thought i knew aikido i realize i don't because if you're always feeling like oh everything's good i'm just everything's cool i'm good i'm not you know then you're not really being challenged and you're not growing and then you know however 10 years from now or whatever your aikido is exactly where it was 10 years ago or you in life are 10 years where where you have been for 10 years you know and so it's like put that extra work in because future you is gonna be future you future you is gonna appreciate you (laughs) message from future you (laughs) work hard quit being lazy (laughs) all right well we uh will be back next week yeah we'll talk you guys next week all right bye-bye